Know your neighbor. It's not asking much. Simple, humane, and we'd like to think a logical approach. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Know Your Neighbor is a platform for constructive but brutally honest discussion on varying perspectives of race relations. Yes, it can often be viewed as complex, and to be fair, it probably is. We're approaching it in a simple way, by having a conversation about it, allowing perspectives that oppose our own, and listening to understand. The aim? To know your neighbor. This simple gesture should be better for us all. Hi, my name is Keenan Carlsa. I'm a South African currently living in the United Kingdom. Being outside of South Africa has actually just made me realize more how much I love it. How's it and welcome to all the listeners. Wandi Limatondo here, born and raised in Kezeren Mlazi, now living in Johannesburg. Trust you guys will enjoy the podcast. And I'm Aubrey Roo, a 32-year-old Afrikaans-speaking white guy living in Cape Town. How's it, guys? Um, good to, to have everyone on the call this evening. And it's the first time that we've that we've got a full house of our internal team. We've got Hangula, who does our editing of all of our podcasts on the call. He's joined us before, but when he joined, Wandile wasn't on the call. So we actually want to talk about a topic, I suppose, that kind of came up in our internal conversations on our WhatsApp group not too long ago when we were kind of going this way and that way about different topics. I myself made a comment about, I think it was just after the riot, that happened in South Africa and I said let's let's try and not um, make our topics too political and both Angula yourself and and Keenan said so we can't talk about these kind of things without politics playing a role I think the thinking from my side was let's let's have like human conversations about our personal experiences etc so but what it did raise is a, is an interesting point around or perspective around politics, the role it plays, can we talk about culture, race relations, equality, these kind of things without, with or without a political lens. So I think a good starting point is probably just to hand over to, to Keenan and, and Angula to give their thoughts on that, because we actually haven't discussed it any further than, than that particular evening when that was said. We said we'll reserve it for this call. So yeah, let's have some conversation. All right. Yeah. Um, we did say uh, that we um, want to try steer clear of topics that um, divide people politically. But um, I think uh, if you really think about it, anything that happens in our daily lives, you know, uh, politics always has an impact on it. Even though like we want to say we don't want to be involved in politics or we don't want to necessarily talk about politics specifically, politics finds a way into every single element of our lives and just a simple thing of tax, right? And in terms of um, what stance a political party takes towards tax and um, being conservative or or being a bit more liberal in terms of how they use tax and those kind of things. Small things like that, politics always has an impact on it. So I think um, what for me stands out is the fact that when you use the word politics, then it's like alarm bells go off for, for many people. Because I think when people think of politics, they always think of a divide. And um, the divide in terms of when people start talking about politics, it's going to be a case of, no, now we have to fight and I have to back my party and you have to back your party. 
you know so i think the word politics has become like a little bit of a of a hot potato that the moment um, that people get it then oh i need to get rid of this because i don't want to offend anyone but you know politics in its in itself is really a space where you can really like make the biggest um change in people's lives if all of us just think of it right the one thing that we have experienced in our in in our lives that has made a like humongous uh, impact in how we live our lives today it's actually because of politics we're all from south africa and we all understand the history of south africa and one of the things that got people like all of us to be on one call tonight being able to be friends and actually discussing these things is um is politics politicians people like mandela people like uh, uh, Walter Sisulu all those politicians from back in the day who actually decided to take up politics and you know fight for a cause and it's because of things like that that um, the the four of us can tonight like be on a call together me in London you guys in South Africa and we're all friends from different races and it's not just politics that plays a role in that but i mean politics created like the environment that these kind of things can happen so even though we don't want to concede it politics has an effect in all of our lives would you say that race relations equality as being human beings does it not exceed politics is it not something that's even bigger and greater and beyond polit not not beyond because beyond would mean politic politics don't play a role but does it not exceed it completely and is there not a realm in which we can have conversation where our conversations are about the actual thing being that there isn't equality and that there are cultural divides not not out of naivety but for a moment just put politics aside does that universe not exist I fully believe that universe exists because um like like we said all of us are not unnecessarily politicians or actively involved in politics so there is an element of um of that where you can have race relations and um strive for equality without politics having a direct influence on it right but then again um in the real world politics is always going to have an effect on it because uh politicians often um determine the climate of things like race relations we can see that clearly in places like South Africa where there's still lots of race baiting and, and all these uh, uh things uh politics basically drawn upon um uh racial lines and so forth so <clears throat> yes i agree with you that uh, we can have uh, uh have uh, all these things without politics being the core of it but i i, I my um the but that i would just put on top of that is that uh, politics would always like have a role in it not necessarily like be the core of it but they it'll always have an influence on these things yeah i like the the notion of environment because i do believe yeah. that plays a role angula what do you think i become curious actually as to why um we don't want to engage in certain topics specifically like if you look at the state of our country and how how relevant the certain topics are like when people use the phrase let's not get political it's almost a sort of dismissal of it uh, it turns a certain topic into a no go area but yet the topic tends to be very how could i say important for some other people it's almost vital you know one person once told me that everything is political how dare i say certain things are not political and from that person's um perspective i can i can clearly see that for example when you step into a room and you decide who you're going to talk to for example 
You know, like I'm a tall uh, black male. So when I step into a room, I would largely look for, okay, who's tall? You know, who's this, who's that? And based upon those kind of decisions, it's just the way I think I use to kind of like navigate in this world. But that being said, I do, I do think that certain things should be tackled head on. So sometimes the phrase, let's not make things political, it does kind of like confuse me certain times. Yeah, well, I think the first just very healthy realization is how wonderful it is that we all have different perspectives and that those are very much formed through who we are, our background, our experience, etc. Because I think just listening to you, and in my mind, there's not a right or a wrong in terms of this, but your experience of the word politics is, seems to be very different to mine. Like when you're talking about the coming into a room and, and how you kind of position yourself, there's almost like a sense of summing things up and crystallizing it and understanding it and then acting upon it, which I think was, in my mind, alludes to the question that I was, it kind of fuels the question that I was asking earlier around, is there not a space in which we can go beyond posturing to an extent and just speak about these things as like human beings? Um, mm. But that doesn't make what you're saying wrong in any way. Just to get back to my comment, which which got the, the reaction from you guys in terms of why why should we not make things political? Um, I, I think the the idea there was not not to make it political, but it was just to have a fresher fresher angle of conversation than the than the narrative that is just dominating everywhere, uh, where it's like you said, Keenan, it's always a divide. Or, yeah. that side of Pol- this polarizing side. Yeah. yeah and i think my experience of politics is that it almost gets in the way of flow like it feels to me like people can flow much better when there's not politics um you know we can look past barriers and boxes and this and that and we can flow so i think and but once again that's not right and your view isn't wrong it's our experience of that concept Keen to hear what Wandi has to say, but I can see Keenan's burning to add something. <laughs> so, <laughs> Keenan, do you want to go first? <laughs> yes, I, I just um, wanted to say, like, just talking about the polarizing um, nature of politics, right? I think um, also as as uh, citizens and as people consuming news and, and all these kind of content, right? We are, like, thrown, like, heavy bones from politicians to, like, just chow on the whole time. Because uh, I, I'm just thinking about uh, recently, you know, um, when Jacob Zuma was sent to prison and then Ellen Zeller wrote this long article, not article, long piece on social media about what a nice gentleman he is and what a nice guy he is. And I just think, you know, um, <clears throat> these people make it their work to like, um, to like gut each other uh, on national TV. And when it comes to um, policy type stuff, they like make each other seem like the worst. But, but then when they have personal interactions then it's very cordial and then it's very you know um very friendly almost and i and i just think like um that's also another thing that that kind of like gets us as um as just everyday everyday people to have this view about politics you know just the 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 image that the politicians portray to us on um on on news and and, and in the in the newspapers is is not always the the one that's the real uh, uh picture uh, it's just one that they want to get out there uh, to just create that divide. But in actual fact, when uh, when it comes to them just being colleagues or 
members of parliament together, you know, when they get in their private space, they can actually be cordial with one another and be friendly even in certain times. Because I, I, I just think nowadays there's like been pictures of, of uh, Cyril Ramaphosa and Julius Malema also um, at like private parties, like having a joke together, you know. So these are also um, a part of, I think, part of the reason that, that when we talk, when we talk about politics and, and the word politics comes up, then we like think, okay, now I need to choose my side now. If you just think about the the actual, the actual, the actual foundation of politics, right? It's actually just different ideas contesting, uh, in terms of which way your country's gonna go. Because it's actually just a set of ideas that people uh, subscribe to. Say, for instance, if you think about um, socialism or capitalism, you know, liberalism. Uh, these are all just ideas that people try to um, throw out there and for people to um, get behind. But it's just ideas. All uh, I would hope to, I would hope to, to get like your country progressing and going forward. You know, so it's all just a case of ideas fighting against one another. But we seem to to literally have to like uh, choose one or the other. It's difficult for for, for us to um, to actually get a mix of of, of something because we have to know we have to stand behind the, the 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 ideals of socialism or the ideals of capitalism, and you can't give. Give uh, give any room to um, subscribe to one or two from the other side of the of, of the line. Andy, what do you think? Um, very interesting discussion because I I learned about a new perspective on life recently, which they call the finite versus the infinite game. So I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with that. Go, go Simon Sinek. <laughs> so yes, that said. Um, the way I see it, in based on where we are in our sort of scale of, of like the life timeline or the global timeline or whatever you want to call it, um, I think politics are going to remain a very crucial part of every single thing around us, purely because we are still stuck in an, in an infinite game space. Um, if you look around us, I mean, everything is about competing you know, and outdoing and becoming better than. And I think essentially that's what politics are, you know. Um, the way I see it, people, for example, from a, a disadvantaged or lesser than um, position, or less privileged position, um, in an attempt to try and fight their way up, have to become political, you know. Um, there's no other way around it. So because of the nature of, I think, of the area in which we live in where, Everything is about competing and being better than, I mean, you look at the schooling system. I think I've mentioned this before. Um, I've been in English schools or the co-ed, they call it, right? Um, and I've been in Afrikaans schools as well. And with the Afrikaans schools, I've always picked up when it comes to the sports, for example, they're very particular and obvious about the sports that they support and very obvious about the sports that they actually don't support. Um, they probably just got on board because they were required to whatever the case is. And all, the, all that does, once again, it's, 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 I'll use rugby, for example. You know, rugby is a big, big part of, of sports in African schools. But in, in them pushing and trying to build and grow rugby, they almost sort of try to find ways to suppress the development of soccer in turn, for example, as opposed to just allowing both sports to kind of just run as, as should be. Um, and then what that does essentially is it makes it a political matter because then the soccer players start feeling less looked after and less cared for. And then in turn, 
they will somehow find a way to try and fight their fights eventually. Um, so honestly speaking, so answer your question, um, I think in this day and age, um, politics are going to be a part of every aspect of our life, unfortunately, the way I see it. Um, but I think with the, with the direction in which the world is going and the way people are starting to sort of become more liberal and open-minded to things, um, I think at some point it'll sort of lose its, its significance, if I can call it that, I think. But there has to be a transformation in the five, yeah, mm, the way mm, I see it, mm, mm. big time. Big yeah, time. that's interesting. Yeah, I do believe that if not our generation, the generations to come are definitely developing a level of consciousness that previous generations didn't have. And I agree with you, Andy, that I, in the sense that as our consciousness levels develop, we should be able to theoretically um, to raise above politics. That's generally my view. Is it something that we can do like right now? Yes, it is. Um, but one has to make a decision about that. That's probably where my, let's call it my perspective on our group came from, was can we try and go above politics? Not to, to deny its existence, but to go above it um, because we're actually potentially and not this doesn't above and below also doesn't sound good because it kind of makes it seem as if if you go above now you're like more important than mm -hmm. it's not that it's more just a higher higher level of being in touch a higher level of actually listening a higher level of therefore understanding and because of that not like subscribing to a side or a being that in terms of sport or politics, just not siding, but rather mm -hmm. just engaging. Um, and I think that's, that's where I ca uh, came from then. And, and, I, and I think you've actually now made it quite crystal clear for me in my mind, Wendy, thank you. Um, because I, I, since we had that conversation on the, on the group, I, I quite purposefully didn't go and delve into too much reading on it or any or thinking on about it i wanted to to use this conversation as the kind of fertile ground for my thinking i think there is a level beyond politics does it mean we can ignore it no does it play a role yes but i think if one is conscious enough i think you can go beyond it that's just my view i think i think that's a, a good point Aves, but um just latching on to what you're saying now, what, what do you mean with consciousness? Well, what do you encapsulate in that word, consciousness? Uh, consci oh, see, here we can get super, super philosophical. And Political. Even, and even, no, no. The word I would use, well, I'm not saying no, I don't agree. That's obviously how you feel about it. For me, spiritual. Like that enters a spiritual realm <laughs> and i'm not saying religious i'm saying spiritual um whatever your religion is because it goes into nature and the flow of nature and consciousness all i mean is just being conscious of how nature operates if you can just look at nature and you can learn so much and <laughs> you, it all works in unison even though there's loads of difference in nature so for me that's beyond politics like People, even the human race could die out 
not too long from now, but nature will continue. <laughs> so what is politics? It's just this thing that humans made up. So what? Mm. Is it then really so important? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but I, I just think we, we put too much weight on this thing called politics. And that almost kind of tripped us up in terms of just speaking as humans. Mm. Because um, if, if, if I'm just honest with you, when you said consciousness now, right, then I was thinking of, 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 of this idea, which actually like kind of like goes straight back to politics. Like you could have a, a, a level of, of consciousness and I'm going to like name parties' names on everything in South African perspective, right? You can have a level of consciousness and then you belong to the DA. You say like you don't see race and you want everyone to like, um, you know, work together and unity and one South Africa, all these things, right? And then you can have a level of consciousness where you say I'm EFF and my level of consciousness demands that I, I demand uh like you know, um, finan- not financial, financial, financial justice and and, mm. and, and economic justice. Sorry, mm. economic mm. justice for all. You know, because this is a level of consciousness where I understand that things that have happened in the past mm. has to be like um, uh, uh, torn apart. Almost, you know, those uh, those systems and needs mm. to be torn apart. And it's two different levels of consciousness. Mm. Which uh, can 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 in essence like it's 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 both perfectly mm. fine to all those views. Mm. But like, if you're gonna get a little bit too um, too much on the EFF side, then maybe I mm. I'll say, okay, stop well, 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 there's <laughs> but, a whole there's a whole book written about those levels of consciousness and how it's created wars and how it's yeah. done all of that. So, so you hand, I, I agree with you. It's uh, the book's called so, Spiral so, Dynamics. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you understand what I mean? Like, I do. I do how, for sure. How how our, our levels of consciousness can actually also be different and it can also actually play into how we want to like, uh, mm. um, how we want to approach politics. Yeah, for sure. Hence, I think, I mean, becoming liberal is essentially key because that's sort of becoming accepting and open to things that are not of your own. but sort of like having the idea of progression in mind as well, you know, because I think if, if everyone's thinking space were to come from that, then yeah, that kind of erases the sort of other side of consciousness, which which we're worried about, you know. But yeah, that's just how I see it. Yeah, and, and one day I, mean, I would like to understand when you say accepting of different views, does that mean, yeah, what, what do you mean by that? We once spoke about interracial dating, for example, and we mentioned interracial couple at the mall. And then I think we said, well, Mian <laughs> sort of felt the need felt the need to, to step in and have an opinion and sort of attack or whatever the case is. But what I'm referring to is Uomian seeing that interracial couple, and even though he personally probably wouldn't be involved in one, be accepting of it and kind of just mind your own business, you know, as opposed to trying to now incite yeah. a war or a yeah. fight of some sort, you know. Have an open uh, mind for progression. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I personally agree with your sentiment, right? But I think um, as humans in general, like we have too much of a of a drive or desire to dominate, and you find it all over the world, like where bigger countries maybe wanna wanna force smaller countries in and how they how they approach like trade and all these kind of things. But I think in in reality, you'll always find that there will be one group that will wanna dominate or, or their way of doing things. They're going to try and um, 
and spread that with more people. So I think that's that that's a good ideal. But in terms of if it's if it's really uh, realistic, I I doubt. Fair point, but I think for me, with regards to that, the more people become conscious to that way of thinking, and I believe that it is going to get there, you know, like information is becoming so much more accessible today than it has been. Um, I was just speaking with a friend earlier this week on how I just find the generation after me, they just seem to just figure themselves out so much sooner than um, we had the opportunity or that I feel I had the opportunity to. You know, and I think in, in saying that, what it does say to me is that there's a, a, a quicker sense of consciousness. Or consciousness sort of comes much sooner today than it had in the past, largely probably due to the accessibility to information and so forth. And I think the more people are sort of becoming conscious of this, this way of thinking, um, then the more that these people with the old ways of thinking will lose power eventually. It's not going to happen overnight. Could literally be another 300 years or whatever it is. But in the end of the day, it's, it's about the progression for me more than anything, you know. In the same way, probably um, before um, democracy was a thing, um, there's certain people who fought for democracy but probably never got to experience it. But in fighting for it, they were chasing progression which is why that now 30 years later, um, I'm able to have a colored friend <laughs> and a white friend on a, a Zoom chat, you know, type of thing. Whereas that's not something they could have even imagined in their age. It might not happen in our lifetime, but as long as it's a step forward uh, and the more that happens and the looser, the looser the infinite players um, will sort of become essentially. Simon Sinek's made an impact on you, eh? <laughs> I really love that uh, explanation that one dealer just gave now at the end there. And I must say, just like in summary of, I think uh, Aubrey and Keenan also really articulated the points of politics very neatly, where they talked about the one concept, concept was being aware and the other one was of dominance. Because I actually was looking into the whole concept of politics early in the week. I think I was watching this one Oxford debate and the way they described classism basically was just the power dynamics between individuals and groups. And that's exactly the way I see politics. And I love the concept of awareness because specifically we are as South Africans and people generally in the world, we really have to be aware of our environment and why our environment, what the makings are of our environment, because we come from a history of oppression and of victimization, if you can call it that. And I had a very interesting discussion with one of the ladies, um, one white Afrikaner lady that was doing some work in um, a township. And one thing she was talking about how when she steps into a room, she is aware of herself as an Afrikaans lady. She makes the point for them to first get to know her. And then afterwards, she will ease in her Afrikaans because she's aware of the narratives or the perception of Afrikaans people being very racist. And to me, that showed a level of awareness that I had to respect because some people would go in there and just be themselves, you know, very brash and very not being sensitive to the environment and specifically within a specific context like South Africa and so forth. Not being aware of your environment may lead you to misunderstand the reaction that people have towards you. And it's those things that come into play 
that kind of form the political narratives in our country that politicians literally prey upon. Viv, I heard Abri say in a statement earlier on when it came to the riots, he doesn't know anyone better than our current president, Ramaphosa, to lead the country. And I understand where that kind of thing comes from because I feel the same way. If people are rioting under a black leader for whatever reason this much already, how much more may they not riot under a white leader? Sure. If you just gave them the whole narrative of, yo, you know, this white guy, he's not uh, delivering in your neighborhood because uh, he doesn't care about blacks. It's over, uh, bro. It'll be over. Yeah. On a deeper level than that, what bothers me a lot is, like we talk about the Rainbow Nation, for example. And if you really look at South Africa's history, there was never really a time where white and blacks were walking in harmony. Like we talk about a rainbow nation, but we're actually alluding to an imagined future instead of a past, which I really think we need to bow towards, but we can only bow towards it, where we actually engage each other, not ignoring where you come from as an individual, or engage each other on a human level, and through that try to work through the issues. I think 